Hey, everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 352. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. I'm Mako-chan. Did we lose her already? <laughs> and I'm Ichigo Gami. Sorry, I stepped away for a second. It's okay. She's cooking. Let her cook. I'm trying to eat here, Ronma. Well, in that case, I'll make sure to have 911 on standby, Akane. Dude. It's not that bad. What? Normally, we would be recording on Tuesday nights live, but due to work, I kind of had to postpone the live episode. We're doing an offline recorded episode. That way, we can talk about our topics for this special episode and kind of rant and kind of go off on half kilter, or in this case, full kilter. So kick back, relax, and enjoy as we kind of go off the rails here. But that's kind of no different from any other episode, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So we are recorded tonight, week of April 4th, 2018, here on the Vogue Network. We're normally live on Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern with encore presentations Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Mark XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesurge.net. Chat room is VOG, V-O-G. You can also head on over to animejamsession.com slash VOG Network where there's information about the site. And there is an IRC link if you click on that. If you have Chatzilla, bring it to the chat room. And we're also on Discord. Um, VOGnetwork.com slash Discord. Come on in. You'll either join us via the browser or the app, whatever works for you. Um... This episode will be on the feed tomorrow, so you'll be listening for it. Most likely you'll be hearing it, so there will be a passphrase. So, actually, yeah, there will be a passphrase, so be on the lookout for that somewhere in the episode. So, we're going to go around the room. How was your week? How was your day? Ari, hold on. Hold on. Wait, wait, not yet, not yet. You'll know when I get to it. All right, so you want me to go with the regular track first? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> uh, so let's see. You know, today was – well, yesterday was payday, but mm. that money already came and went to finish up paying the rent. And I know what I feel. It's, it's mostly just been work-related stuff. I'm gearing up for WrestleMania and XT TakeOver this weekend. Nice. <clears throat> Although, not really – like. WrestleMania is looking kind of blah right now. Hmm. But there's a good chance I'll be hosting, you know, a bunch of friends over at my place for once. Okay, that's good. I mean, for an NXT TakeOver, at least. Hmm. <clears throat> now, uh, today, as it was, like, before I, I left for work, I got, well, a couple days ago, I got a message saying that I would be able to go up to, uh, the home office for the turnpike and take the test to become a supervisor. Yeah. yeah. At the very least, the first part of it. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Now I get you know, get there a little early so I can you know, study everything. It, it's it's a written test, fifty questions, true or true or false. You know, basic 
you know, it feels like common sense shit, like, you know, things we've experienced with the, you know, working mm-hmm. there is, and, and like things we experienced working there, and like what matches up with the uh, study guide they gave, they gave us. But here's where things get fucking stupid. Here we go. <clears throat> the last half a dozen questions or so were based on your bi- basic knowledge of Microsoft Word. Okay. This is yeah. This is where they curve your. I am looking at this like, are you fucking kidding me? They're asking me, like, the basic functions of a word processing program to a guy who types, like, 85, 90 words a minute. Ari? Yeah? They don't know that. Yeah, and as far as it comes to knowing technology and stuff, they, they, I'm sure that they have, and it's nothing against those of the older generation, but I'm sure that they have a lot of applicants nowadays because the job market is so weird that they need to test their aptitude with technology. Well, they're promoting from within. Oh, they're promoting from within? I'm sure that they do still have workers that don't actually Uh operate Uh with, like, those programs regularly. Oh, but it gets worse. Oh. Uh Uh-oh. Tell us more. The first question in the section, I'm looking at it, and it's... And I can tell right away there are multiple correct answers. Which being is, how do you highlight something? You A, click and drag, B, roll the mouse wheel, or C, double click on it. A, like, and A and C are correct. And I called a proctor over, like, you know, to ask her about this, like, yeah, you got more than one right answer here. Uh, which one do I pick? And she can't give me an answer. No. Do you think maybe the test is based on word 95 or something? <laughs> no, you, you know what it is? The test is based on some average use of word. They're not, you're, they're, they're giving the test to somebody who sits there and shits word out and makes it his personal bitch. <laughs> uh, like three of the questions had multiple right answers. I'm like, okay, so this test just, be, just went from a harrowing experience to a farce. We were given two, like, I was told that we would have a two hour window to complete the test. And I got it done in 20 minutes. And you just like threw your your mouse down, and you were like, "I'm out, this bitch." No, it was a it was on pencil and paper. Oh well, then you threw down your pencil. Sorry, I was a little too uh, advanced apparently for the test, so you the threw sec- down your pencil. Yeah, the second part is uh, the computer test. And oh, and Ari, let me tell you this: in my line of work. I am not surprised at the sheer amount of people who really don't know Office as well as they should. It's like they know whatever their skills that they need to, but when they were in school, they might have skipped those classes, or when they were learning their trade or whatever, they never learned how to use Office, you know what I'm saying? So, well, Rama, yeah. you were tech support for a while, right? Still like do. not. You're still tech support, so I'm sure you get the... My computer's not working the way it needs to. Um, and you're like, have you turned it off and on again? I get that at least once a week. And number two, I have never said that. I usually tell them, reboot the machine. <laughs> if it's still slow, I tell them to bring it by. I clear the registry, clear the temp files, make sure everything's up to date, and send them packing. 
if it's still an issue, take it on a case-by-case -case basis. But, yeah, that, that, that was the, the both high and low point of this week so far. Hmm. Yeah, that's that was it for me this week. Oh, okay. Hold on here. Let me flip it over. There we go. And Makochan, how was your week? How was your day? Uh, week sucked. Day was boring. Um, I had a lot of good food to eat. That's good. That is literally it. I am so super tired. Um, I have been picking up crap for ZenkaiCon. Yes! Um, so I think I just have a couple of accessories left, and then I'm done. Girl, I'm going to go into that con crunch mode, because I definitely haven't started any new costumes for this year, and I'm figuring I might want one. So... Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I have basically... All complete brand new cosplays for ZenkaiCon. Woo woo! Yeah, and have barely had to touch anything to do anything for them. <laughs> That's always nice. Like, it's the worst thing to be like, I'm a cosplayer, I don't know what costume to wear. Yeah, and no, I've had, I, I, for some reason, and I don't know how this worked out, my three main cosplays are uh, No Flutter version of May as Velma. Velma and Jeanette from the Chipettes. All three and outfits are, all are interchangeable. They're all the exact same outfit in different colors. Oh my god. <laughs> Every single one of them. Oh. It's all the exact same outfit in different colors. That's exciting. So yeah. I'm I My bear my bear hugger cosplay becomes a Mario cosplay if I was just switched to hat and put on a red shirt. Yeah, I, I really enjoy a cosplay like that. Comfy convertible cosplay for the win. Yeah, I just got my Jeanette skirt in, though, and I have to say, um, I'm either going to have to return it, or I'm going to have to make a butt flap. Because this thing is really, really short. Just wear shorts underneath. Um, it, I, I will probably still wear shorts underneath, but the skirt is so short, I would have to wear indecent shorts just to have the shorts not show. Okay. Well, you know what? PM me, PM me later, and we'll we'll determine. Because if the hem is long enough, you might just be able to let it down. But if it's not, then I'd return it. Yeah, it's um. I I, I mean, I can pull it down, so I might actually just like put something at the top of it instead of at the bottom of it, so that you know. But I'll talk to you later about it. Yeah. But yeah, that's basically it. Um. I have quite a few uh, adjustments to make on the wigs I got. And I will say this, I look very odd as a blonde. But you look odd in general. I do look odd in general, but my complexion does not work for blonde hair. And unfortunately, one of the outfits that I'm going with for the formal is blonde. I am and right there with you, girl. I look atrocious as like a bleach blonde but it has to be just the right shade um like last year when i was venus that shade was not bad but it was because it was warmer 
Yeah, I'm just I'm gonna have to do my makeup correctly because blonde wigs and yellow dresses just my complexion doesn't work for that. So much yellow. Yeah, yeah, way too much yellow. But yeah, that's it. Wonderful. Ichigo, how was your week? How was your day? How you been? Um, it's been pretty good. Uh, I personally have been working on my taxes. Woo! And <laughs> then <laughs> getting those in. Um, and as far as everything else goes, I've been working a lot on commissions and things like that. So I've just been selling. And then I feel really smart because I got myself some um, some hot shoes that are made for flashes to attach to my webcams for my Twitch Twitch uh, streaming. Wait, what? And I attached... What? So what? I could use them on my tripod Wait. or on my I, scissor arm. I could you? I could have sworn you just said you got flashes for your shoes. Sh hot? They're called hot... They're called hot... They're... Okay. Hot shoe. I know, called, I, know, I know what a hot shoe is, but it sounded yes. like you said you got a flash for your shoe. I mean... If I was in, like, the photography KGB or something, I'm sure that'd be useful. Or, but... yeah, a concreeper. Or a concreeper. Ugh, that's so gross. Oh, man, that takes me back to that article we talked to about that guy with the, the camera in his shoe. Ugh, okay. Yuck. Um, but, yeah, so I got... What that basically is is it's um it's kind of the, like, female adapter for a tripod or something like that. I, I and I got yeah. a few scissor arms. Because I wanted to make it so that my webcams could be above my workspace. And so I've been doing all of that fun stuff. Um, and then earlier this week, I was on a YouTube video with my lovely friend Alana Owlet. And we talked about masquerades and competition. Um, we basically just went over uh, like a brief average of the big conventions like, I know a lot of the other smaller conventions and stuff don't even allow you to have your own music and things like that, but we just covered, like, an average basic of, this is good, this is what you should do, here's what you can kind of expect. And that was pretty much my week. Um, there will be more videos with her on her channel, but currently just sewing, um, looking to schedule some photo shoots for some fashion stuff that I'm doing, and getting ready for ZenkaiCon. <laughs> Shoot me now, right? Right, exactly. Mm. Well, my weekend day has been interesting. I'm just doing overtime for for a project at work, so which is why uh, the podcast was postponed. But like I said at the top of the show, things like this don't happen. Um, Got my tax return back. Uh, 300 of it is already gone. Not because I spent it on myself. I owe money to New York State. So it took me about a couple of minutes to figure out that's where it went. So I'm probably going to expect a letter from them saying, we're going to take this from your, from your checking account. And another letter the following week saying, oh, you paid it in full. We're going to send this back to you. And I'm okay with that. But I did treat myself to a couple of things. Um... I got myself a replacement camera bag. This is for my camcorder equipment. I picked up the final two box sets of Ronma 1 half, volume 6 and 7, Blu-ray limited editions. So the collection is now 100% complete. And I got like these special cylinder bags for my lenses. 
so that way I'm extra careful when traveling with them and I'm finally gonna pick up that 75 to 300 millimeter lens for Zenkai if I pick it up in a couple of weeks but see I finished I just did laundry because I'm going away this weekend to kind of chill out and relax it's been a been a rough couple of weeks at work getting shit done but you know it is what it is and I think that is the long and short of it of how my weekend day was oh so, yeah honestly I can't think of anything else so you know but um before we uh, take our our break I'm going to leave it up to the hope the guests I mean I guess the rest of the podcasting crew for what song I should play on our first break because it does kind of tie into one of the articles we're going to talk about tonight we're, we're going to be more of a round tree discussion in regards to it so what should I play what old school anime song should I play on our break can I make a suggestion go right ahead well since we have a couple of anime actually celebrating anniversaries okay. this week uh can we do something from either cowboy bebop or from yes. trigun oh trigun yes play me some trigun that's my jam kazuma Mirai nifuku i i will have to track down trigun but i believe it can i can be give done. you trigun you have yes. wait you have the you have the soundtracks don't you I, I'm almost positive I have them. Mm. I think that's, I at least have theme songs, all if right. not all songs. All right. I used to have them all, all the time, but they were on my old, old, old computer. Let's see. <laughs> oh, I'm going to need a new external soon. Running out of space? Oh no, it's just going really slow. Ah. I have so much space left on it. It's just, it's getting up there in age. I would say, I think that's a secret. I would say contact them. It's still out of warranty. Maybe you could do like a trade-in or something like that with them. Mm, maybe. Alright, anime. If not, I'll I'll show you how to set you up with with your with your own external kit, so if that happens, you can just swap the drives out and just call it a day. All right, so I have Trigun opening theme, Trigun Sound of Life. What is this Trigun? Trigun OST. Oh yeah, I have everything. <laughs> I think you should put it into yes. a giant. You should throw it up on Dropbox and yes, link it to me so I can download it. Uh, if I have any space on my Dropbox, I will. Well, there's always OneDrive. Uh, you know what? That actually will probably be better. Just because I don't think I have any space on... I, I, I tend to keep my Dropbox cleared out as much as I possibly can. Well, the last time I switched phones, I cleared everything out onto the Dropbox. Ooh. Speaking of that, that actually reminds me, I need to get a new um, memory card for my phone. Okay. The one I have is not big enough for me to take pictures with this phone. 
Well, what size memory card is in there now? I have no idea. But every time I try to do pictures and have it saved directly to the memory card instead of saving to the phone, it would not allow me to take pictures. That's unfortunate. Well, I guess a trip. I guess a trip to Best Buy or order from Amazon is in order. Yeah. Because I I have a 128 gig card in mind, so thing is ginormous. Yeah, I think mine is either 16 or 32. Ah. Yeah, 20 bucks on Amazon, Samsung, 64 gig. Yeah, I'm not worried about it right now. Mm. I've got other things that I need to worry about first. Like finishing getting my crap together for Zenkai Con. I still have to buy socks, and I will probably have to dye them. Ah, that reminds me. I think I need to pick up, I think somewhere in my, in, in my... Wears is a micro SD card um, adapter because with my new laptop, I'm moving all my anime off of it from my old from my Surface to my new laptop, and all of that's on a micro SD card. So, mm-hmm. and I know it'll take forever in a day to transfer it via my network. So I figured, you know, let me get an adapter, drop it in there, and call it a day. And if I have to, I'll just put put it in my computer, drop it to a flash drive, and just dump it right back. All right, so you got that all zipped up together? Uh, give me one second. All right. Uh, damn it, where's the chat? Voila. Okay, and click. Let's see if it's smart. Let's let's see how smart OneDrive is. That's for Ichigo too. Mm. <laughs> That's why I posted it in there. Okay. Now let's see. If it uh, let's see how smart. Okay. Yeah. If it doesn't work, let no, me know. No, no, no. It worked. But... It's just loading. No, no. The thing is, what I like about um, Dropbox is when you click on it, you can um, you could just grab it and just link it to your Dropbox, and it'll just automatically sync it over. Mm. Whereas here, it 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 it, it just downloads unless. It's the, it's the settings or something like that, but eh. Let me hit the download button on this and drop this directly into the music folder. Because all I have is the opening theme, which is like a 10-minute remix, and then I have the jazzy version of the opening, so... Yeah, I, I, I went purposely looking for this stuff at one point. I don't know... I, I think most of this, or some of this, like I think the happy pack is all... Um, Mixes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Now I want to see that video, that AMV again. Which one? <laughs> Tainted Donuts. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I remember that. It was yep. beautiful. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. All right. Hold on here for one second.
got that out the way with Trigon. Oh, Mako-chan. What is it with these April Fool's jokes these companies are doing? Yeah, I, I I figured I would find a little bit of something. I did not realize that I would find three entire articles, part one, part two, and part three, about hmm. Japanese anime and manga and game industry April Fool's jokes. Mm-hmm. I have to say that some of them were hilarious. I particularly enjoyed the Love Live one. Oh, really? Yeah. The Love Live one is freaking hilarious. All right. I'm looking at it and I see the Dragon Ball Supercross Precure Superstar. I saw that floating around. I was like, huh? I just shrugged and just went about my way. I just thought it was an interesting Photoshop. Well, I guess it really was a Photoshop after all. Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these are, as you would expect, they had, you know, the the villain or criminal side take over mm-hmm. the official Facebook or Twitter or website or what have you. What was that about Team Rocket and Poke? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Pokemon ended up having Team Rocket. Uh, Detective Conan ended up having the criminal hijack their stuff. I see this Final Fantasy fourteen online go. <laughs> if they actually, good God Almighty, I could actually see them actually trying to pull that off. As on to the existing Play Online subscription. Good God. Good mm-hmm. God. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, some of this stuff was just really cute. 
you know, talking about various character uh, prequels and things like that. Um, the Samurai Troopers cross rac- Rascal or Raccoon. Mm-hmm. See, this one got got this one got me kind of twisted here. My Shin Iyuden Wataru live action. Oh my god, that anime is like at least twenty something years old. But I guess when you click on it's to celebrate the anime coming out, I guess the box sets, which is kind of cool. And we have actually used the opening theme as one of our ending tracks for when we first started the show, which is kind of cool. And the video game actually came over to the States for the TurboGrafx-16. It was rebranded as Keith Courage in the Alpha Zones. Interesting. Yeah, but going to the Pokemon thing, Pokemon actually had quite a few. Uh, Besides the official website and Facebook being taken over by Team Rocket, Mm -hmm. Pokemon Go announced cutting-edge 8-bit graphics, which is still in effect. So all of the sprites um, are actually 8-bit. And Slowpoke ended up... uh, becoming a governor or something governor of slowpoke prefecture yeah yeah Ka- uh, kagawa prefecture often called udon prefecture announced that it changed its name to yadon for the pokemon yadon who is slowpoke and then not to be outdone uh new japan pro wrestling and tekken 7 added ev y- 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 yeah i <laughs> that, that could, that could, that, the way with with all these crossovers and stuff, that alone ain't too far from the truth. And I bet you the whole arc system works. They probably have pit fans in a tizzy about that shit. Motherfucker, Evie's gonna be the newest member of the Bullet Club. Mm. <laughs> God, can you imagine it? Like a little Evie and like a Bullet Club little neckerchief around its neck. Well, and Cody Rhodes trying to look all intimidating with the little thing on his shoulder. Yeah, the the one by Toei though, uh, Super Sentai villain film. Mm. I was really, you know, excited about that one. Just because I I would like to see a conglomerate of villains instead of a conglomerate of the Sentai characters. I, because it's funny. I actually like this the like this Google board. You know, the keyboard attached allows the right. Japanese characters using their fingers on a regular keyboard. Again, given how technology is, that probably won't be too far from the from the truth. So, we might see something like that later on, anyway. And I'm looking at this: is the order a rabbit? The official Twitter account announced a cafe idol raising game starring the cast. I would actually sit there and play that damn game. I really would. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the Digimon one? What? No. It replaced uh, the final poster uh, of the film's main characters and replaced them with uh, the Digimon. Oh my god. But not the good Digimon. Oh my stars. Yeah, it's it's great. Some of these were really, really amazing. But I, I still say that my favorite was the Love Live one. The giant Chica Chan? Yeah, they oh, God, actually no. got a huge blow up Chica Chan. They blew it up in the pier that the show setting is in Nuzoma. 
and it's a replication of the plushies that are out with the big white eyes and they're the like laying down. So from the other side, you see her panties. Uh, it's hilarious. And this thing is gigantic. And I see this. No. You're not it's, having it? It's no. hilarious. I mean, I love Love Live, but that was just like, no. No, it's it's hilarious. I'm just thinking, to me, Chica Chan is just a pain in my arse at this point. You know, I'm just like, you, you, child, you need to go away somewhere, please. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, Aizen taking over uh, the Shonen Jump website. Did you tell Kyle to do that? (laughs) (laughs) I think Kyle acted on his own for that one. Mm. Oops. Oops is right. (laughs) Okay. And... The soundtracks are f- uh, completed and fully downloaded. Boot. Well, yeah, no. I got so, that too. did anybody see anything worthwhile for April Fools? Not really, but a friend of mine called me, told me about this club that we usually go hang out at that got closed down, and I got caught off guard with that. So I know of another friend who goes to that same club. I texted her like an hour and a half later saying the cops raided the place. And she was like, wait, what? <laughs> and I followed up with, yeah, interesting, t- interesting time. It was interesting too, given the time that they showed up at the club. And she was like, what are you talking about? Said nothing. And she's like, I, I just waited. And I'm- did I text it? check the date and she was like is this april fools and i'm just like maybe (laughs) you know it's just that a lot i remember i'll admit i used to be very elaborate with my april fool pranks now it's like i just do simple stuff you know because i just don't feel like plotting so i just want to do something simple and call it a day you know yeah your one last year just it 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 I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) You have to admit that was good. (laughs) It was, but it annoyed the hell out of me. What happened last year? I don't remember. (laughs) Last year, he ended up changing his Facebook profile picture, and I believe his name as well, to mine. Oh, God. (laughs) So, And it was my exact profile picture and everything, so anytime he was posting shit... Anytime I was reading it, I'm like, I didn't do that. <laughs> and then I would look and I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> and we have a lot of mutual friends. And they fell for it. Yeah, they were like, did you get hacked? <laughs> I'm like, no, I just have an asshole for a best friend. Your prank of turning your... Of saying fuck the Yankees and turning your logo, your Facebook profile picture into a Boston Red Sox logo, that seems kind of benign and tame by comparison. It is. I just like you know what, that was just a throwaway. I was like, you know what, fuck it, you know. But then again, as a Phillies fan, I can totally get behind the fuck the Yankees mentality. So there you go. No, it's more well, you know. But we gotta remember the Phillies and the Yanks had that friendly rivalry going, whereas you know, 
And it's like I said, I would have changed it to the Mets and the Jets, but that's just punishment upon itself. Uh, the uh, the New York other teams. Yeah, the other white meat. <laughs> there is nothing wrong with the other teams. Some of us still prefer, you know, to remain fans, even though we will never, ever, 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 ever win the Super Bowl. There, there. There, there. There, there. There, there. Yeah. You'll be all right. Yeah. At least one of the New York teams is good. Got that shit right. What about the Jets having a better record than the Giants? Uh. Yeah, I, I will say they did really well last year, but I don't see it listing. Isn't that always the case? Yeah. Yep. But I will still be a fan and I will still be loyal. Loyal to a fault, then you got to say, fuck this shit, I'm out. Nah. Alright. Now that we got that out the way, um, this is an article that I came across. I don't think this is the exact article I wanted, because I did save it, and somehow, when I went to check my Facebook saves, it just disappeared. Now, excuse me. Now, we have talked on this show about how things have changed in the fandoms, and especially coming from me, where I definitely show my age, where I talk about how good it was back in the day. I figure, you know, we have a bit of a roundtable to talk about the shit that we went through back in the day to get the anime that we wanted. Ain't that right, Ichigo? Yeah, it's it's you know it's it's changed a lot, and not only for those um, who are just also not just anime and enjoy your fandoms um, as um, like animation or Game of Thrones or geeky things um, with less I don't know with less like tedium of dealing with people who don't understand you because a lot more people are are open nowadays. Right. I don't know if anybody else has that. Cosplay is also the same way, where it is a lot easier to access things. It is, um, I wouldn't say it's cheaper to get a lot of stuff, but it's less expensive to feed your habit. And, um, you know, there are are things you can do now, meetups, groups, clubs and stuff that are much more uh, available than they used to be. Yep. Now, let's go through these things. Now, we'll... I think we're probably going to spend the bulk of our time on this first story here. We'll just we'll just we'll just see how it rolls. This is from crack.com. You know, they tend to be sometimes satirical at times, but what but half their but most of their articles when you're reading it you're like, this is funny, then you realize, "Oh shit, this is legit." But they talk about four reasons why anime fans have it way better nowadays. Number 4. Anime video rentals were a minefield of porn. Isn't that shit right? Oh, yes. Oh. Pretty much. Because everyone thinks, ani- they see animation and they think, oh, it's for kids. Into the kids section it goes. 
and outside of the glorious, glorious mommy, tsunami. Like, mommy, mommy, I want to rent this Fist of the North Star. <laughs> yeah. Outside of the glorious, glorious tsunami, there weren't a lot of televised choices for anime fans in the late 90s. Yeah. So you had to search elsewhere, which meant going to the back of the video store where the shadows lie. A lo- some places would have what's called Japanimation, which is a word which gets created when you ask a suburban dad to classify Dragon Ball Z. And I have seen video stores and video rental. If it's either anime or Japanimation. People still use Japanimation nowadays? Mm, probably so. Look, I, I, look, I Maybe remember... Maybe it'd be retro and ironic, <laughs> but... Look, I remember in boot camp, I I got schooled by somebody for saying, for for, for the pronunciation of manga. I kept calling it manga, because that's what I thought of it. It was manga and anime. No, it's manga and anime. I was like, oh. Shit. Oh, shit. How was I supposed to know, you know? I mean, we almost got into a fist fight over that shit. Wow. That reminds me of, like, all the videos that are basically, like, the guys that are, like, takes anime too far, or anime in real life. And it's, like, the guys just fighting. Or, like, oh, yeah. RD- RDC World 1. I love those. I yes, love their videos. They're hilarious. Yes, hilarious. Yes. Shout outs uh, to them. Yeah. As the article goes, when, when you didn't want to watch three episodes from a Toonami show on a VHS tape, you took a shot and you got something else. An example is renting Devil Hunter Yoko from Hollywood Video, a place that only exists in the memories of the dead. <laughs> oh man, Hollywood Video, where most anime was thought to be either porn or child stuff, so you'd have to go into the back area if you wanted your anime. Mm-hmm. I mean... You know what? I'm and not you'd gonna... find Di- and you'd find Grave of the Fireflies in with the Disney movies. Oh yeah. See, I'm not going to go into this full section of this article. I think we got this point. Like, I remember there was a Hollywood video in the Bronx, and they had the anime section. I would go through and I would see your typical anime stuff, and right next to it, hentai. <laughs> and I'm looking at these houses. I'm like. This is not anime. But since it's Japanese animation, it was listed as so. I mean, right there was Dragon Ball Z, Battle Angel Alita, Devil Hunter Yoko, Aruska Doji, F3. I'm just like, And the thing is, and the people I was with, I had to be very careful as what I said because I didn't need people asking me how I knew what this was. Yeah. Uh, There was a video store I used to work at, I think it's still around, called Great American Video. That's where I started picking up a lot of my VHS tapes on wholesale. But they had the anime section in the front, and you there was stuff like Ronma One Half, One Pound Gospel, I believe, some other and other cool titles from Viz Central Park Mangled Central Park Media Course or as my friend Jess would call them Central Park Mangled Corpse a moment of silence for <laughs> them but um <clears throat> Slayers and all that stuff the in the in the VHS section it was right there when you walked in on the right now if you walked behind the display where the tapes were 
behind it were all the adult-oriented hentai. I mean, adult-oriented anime. Hentai. Aruska Doji. F3. Uh, Twin Angels. Cool Devices. Stuff like that. And there was a little yellow post-it note on each one that said, Japanimation, not for children. And people still got it for their kids anyway. I I tell you this. I only worked two days a week there. So I would say, yeah, maybe. And hopefully whoever was working the register at the time would understand that this is not for children. Well, I mean, you'll already have parents nowadays who buy their, what, their eight or nine-year-olds, like, Call of Duty and shit. So it's not a complete surprise. I mean, yeah, I mean... No, and and not for nothing... Mm -hmm. The video stores mislabeled a lot of shit yep. that probably should have been, you know, rated R and wasn't. Because I can remember a friend of mine and I would every week get a new horror movie. And there were some of those that definitely should have been rated X and were not. They were that bad? No, they oh, were. yeah. Well, because back in the day, they had less regulations on horror, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had a lot more, like, kids weren't as... I mean, so nerddom has gotten easier, but there have been more regulations put on stuff for nerds like horror nerds or um, nerds that are into different things than what's mainstream or what has been accepted as mainstream. Yeah, so, I mean, you're you're talking about, you know, a video store... That is putting what is probably a hard R, possibly soft X, and labeling it as PG thirteen. Oof! And also because there were a couple of those movies that were very very graphic in the way of gore, but also very very graphic in the way of body parts. Shit being lopped off indiscriminately. Uh, no, like legit sex. Oh, huh. That's bad. That's worse. See, yeah. now now here is something else. Now, like I, said, I used to work in a video store. The thing is, a lot, of, at the time, a lot of direct-to-video movies, whether, it doesn't matter what the genre is, had an NR rating on that. Which meant no rating. So it was up to the video store owner to take a stab at it and do whatever. And that was with a lot of anime. It had no rating on it. Viz was mm-hmm. one of the first companies to put something on there like similar to what we have on video games. They had like like a T13 and a T7. That's how you kind of figured shit out. Yeah, I can't tell you how bad it was that, you know, trying to run the video room for Zenkai and all of the anime I'm trying to show is not rated. Mm-hmm. Explicit anime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, by the way, I just imagine you go through like big stack of DVDs in your hand, like just casually tossing aside what you can't show, like can't show it, can't show it, can't show it, definitely can't fucking show this, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well. <clears throat> Considering there are some conventions nowadays where, and and it was one particularly recently made, that their their chair decided to share during the explicit part of the night. Like, it wasn't explicit, like, hentai panel. 
he apparently decided to share his um, personal fetishy horny collection. Be, and, and basically forced, he and his wife were working the convention. He basically forced his wife to run all these videos that made people very, very uncomfortable. Like, there's, they're showing hentai to a room of people. Then they're showing, like, hardcore fetishy stuff that isn't, doesn't have funny moments or doesn't allow for joking and things like that. Uh, Ichio. Mm -hmm. Is this anime Matsuri? No, no, okay. dear God, no, it was not. It was actually one that's more local to me, but okay. I don't want to. I don't want to name names. That's fine, because I thought you were talking about Matsuri because they actually had a J. Oh fuck that no. shit! Yeah. I am never ever talking about that. Because yeah, they had, they actually had a JAV adult actress as a guest, and we, I think we actually talked about this on the podcast where th there were three former Japanese porn stars formed a K-pop group, and they had them there. That's fine. Like, there's yeah. nothing against no, 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 that, no, and there's no, no I, reason. Like, we're not demonizing. No, 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 no. I thought you were going to talk about that, and something happened at the con that we didn't hear about. That's oh what I no, thought. no, no. Okay. This is just yeah, yeah. this is from a convention that I right. went to for the first time last year, and they had someone running. I don't think it was the con chair, but I think it was somebody running that room for them, and it might have been a local club. It might have been someone, but like leadership in that particular organization. Mm -hmm. Ran their own personal collection of really hardcore fetishy porn that was inappropriate and not appreciated by the public that was there. I I I I, I totally get that, you know. Yeah. Mm. God. <sighs> All right. The, the 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 next thing on the list was. You had to deal with butchering of your favorite series. Raise your hand if you got up early in the morning to watch Sailor Moon. I did. Yeah, I was spoiled school. a little bit because it came on at 5 p.m. after school, so I just waited until after school to watch well, it. Oh, it came on after school for me, too, but I would watch them both. Yeah, but, yeah, but it didn't come on after school till after it started out at 6.30, and then around June, they kicked it to the 2.30 time slot, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think where you were, you had you had two local affiliations, so you didn't have to get up early. Yeah, no, I was a little bit spoiled when it came yeah. to that. I got DBZ, I got Sailor mm -hmm. Moon, um, Ronin Warriors, mm -hmm. and all that other fun stuff mm -hmm. that came out, and it came out early. I remember when Sailor Moon was on, wasn't it on WB for a little while? See, here's the thing. UPN, I remember. No, 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 UPN. no, no, no. Here, here's the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing. Now, one of the things I used to do... When anime used to come out on TV, I would actually track, I used to carry down a list of all the local stations that carried it because I liked nerdy shit like that. Like, I don't know, I just enjoyed it. So you it. carried around a nerd TV guide. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing. Sailor Moon was in syndication by Deke Enterprises, which means... Oh, man, it, Deke, it, man, they had so many of the great series, yeah. too. Which is now owned by Disney, which freaked the fans out because they thought they had Sailor Moon. But after mm -hmm. Supers, the rights went back to Toei. But here's the thing. When a show is on syndication, it can be on ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, UPN, WB, or IND. And by IND, I mean independent stations, you know, like your local whatever. And that's what it was. That's why... You remember it on Fox, you remember it on WB, 
you remember it on UPN because that's how it was. It had different time slots all over. Now, I do remember that Fox showed a sneak preview before it went into general syndication prior to the morning lineup that Saturday morning. I remember advertisements for that. And what, and you know, and I got pissed because I overslept and I totally missed it. I found out later the one hour Sailor Moon special that they showed was the first two episodes of Sailor Moon R. And I thought that was kind of cool. But, but to get back to this about the butchering of your favorite series. Now, the sharp divide between what cartoons look like here and in Japan was never more crazy than it came to the airtime. Just remember. American cartoons in the 90s, some superheroes couldn't be shown punching with a closed fist. And if you remember in the car- Sp- Spider-Man cartoons from the 90s, Spider-Man never punched anybody with a closed fist. This became really bad for shows that were totally cool with marketing violent brawls to 10-year-olds and had 100-episode story arcs that had to be watched in particular order. And it was, wasn't just cutting a few frames or avoiding objectionable parts that meant the storylines were hacked and glued back together like Sailor Moon had five different teams editing the episodes that's why you had Silver Moon Crystal and Silver Imperium Moon Crystal because the five different groups didn't talk to each other you know also, didn't didn't Usagi, sorry, Serena have like a half dozen different voice actresses? She had. She did. Two she or three. I think it was three, and I forget. Linda Ballantine was one. I know the original Serena voice. She couldn't come back because she was having a kid. So hmm. you know, things like that do happen. There were only two or three characters mm-hmm. that kept their same voice actor mm-hmm. throughout the entire series. And I mean, for other anime, too, like the stuff that didn't get syndicated or t- uh, licensed out, if you wanted to watch it, you had to go and seek it and get it either on VHS tapes that you didn't know if they were bootleg or if not. And 90% of the time, the subtitles didn't match up with like the vocal and sometimes they didn't make sense. And you had to kind of decipher the story based on what you as a child thought would the story made sense. There was a lot of stuff that went down. Mm-hmm. Hold on a second. Let me show you that. Now, the funny thing is people always complain. Like, when you watch, when you buy anime uncut and then you watch your TV, some fans will sit there and bitch. Like, why is it like this? Why is it like that? You have to understand there are some things you cannot show on TV unless you want them to, unless you want like the critics or the ratings to lose their shit. No, the fucking censors. Yes, and as when it in, came fuck the censors. As in, when it came to music, yes, we loved hearing our Japanese music, but when it came to TV, you had to change that shit around to get people involved. I mean, like, hold on. Like, case in point, right here. If this oh, please play. don't click on what you're thinking. I think you're going to click on. What are you talking about? He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your Motherfucker. You know I love this song. So. My fortune is yours for the Be right back. But you'll have mm-hmm. to find it first. I left everything I own in one piece. 
ever since. Pirates from all over Generic the pirate boys. Searching for one piece. The treasure that would make their dreams come true. Yo! Don't give it up For the record, there's like two versions of this song. I like the original version. I have the CD. Yeah. I have a CD with the actual Japanese band that did this one, and and it is so much better. Oh, there are so many American um, like title sequences that the music is just. You're just like, okay, I'm gonna mute it for like the two minutes that the music is on, and then I'll turn it back on afterward. But here's the interesting part: 99% of the edits to One Piece did not come from Four Kids. That oh, I know. Yeah. But the funny thing is, most one Piece fans don't believe that. If you look it up, that shit came from Toei. Because they wanted the show to be appeased to everybody. Well, they also Oh, had fuck. I could hear that theme playing in the bathroom. I was <laughs> listening through my headphones. Um, that fucking you know, song haunts me. It haunts your dreams forever. Um, no, they had to... Well, because they had to appeal to a younger market. In, mm-hmm. in Japan, Shonen Jump had been around for years. Mm-hmm. Um... And it hadn't come out to the States until what? I want to say, like, it had come out to the States in the 90s, but it had started yep. to proliferate a lot of the stuff in 2000. I think it was like 99 or something like that around that Was time. it like 99 was when it started in the yeah. States? Because it didn't start to, I don't think it had sat. Ichigo, where'd you go? Ah, oh. I muted myself. Whoops. Yay. I and to me it didn't come out and like leak into the market that mm-hmm. I was in. Now I know I was in a small area, like I was in a rural town, mm-hmm. but like it didn't leak into that market until I want to say like two thousand three, two thousand four. Yeah. Um, because I think I was in high school at the time that I. I mean, like I had I had read Shonen Jump or like I had looked at it because the ones that I had gotten were in Japanese, but the ones in English that I started to read in science class were um in high school. <laughs> Um, but I, you know, as far as the edits that they did, you know, the licensing and stuff, that didn't really start happening until the mid-90s, like 1995, 97. I think 92 was the earliest that I recollect seeing, like, a good licensed rendition of an anime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, that's much better. Thank you. Uh, don't forget, there is a Vic Mignona version of this. Uh, why? You, you didn't know? I didn't know, and now it's ruined forever. Don't don't play it, please. I don't I don't even have it. I just know okay, he. Good. But I'm just saying, when One Piece was regular on TV and Toonami, he did the English cover of this for the, for it. You know, I'm not completely surprised, but I've never, I've never met him. I've never sought him out, but I've heard so many horror stories that I'd rather not. Look, I, I will say this: he's been cool with me. I've heard the, I've heard, I've heard the horror stories, and I've been told he's calmed down a lot, which I get. But there are still some voice actors and actresses I know who still, you know, and I'm like, you know what? I believe them. They interact with this person more than I do, so who am I to sit here and say that they're full of shit? That's I don't have yeah. beef with him. I have beef with his fans. Mm. Oh, definitely his fans. His fans ah. are the ones, and I mean, I don't know on a personal level. I don't know what goes on in their green rooms and stuff like that. But anytime I've had a bad interaction with 
you know, a voice actor or something like that, it's not been from the voice actor, it's been from their fans. It's almost like a religious cult for some of these fans. Like, you know, it's not otaku in that essence, but it's more so like just this kind of blind devotion some fans and fandoms have. Mm. Um, and that's, you know, it's it's a lot, there's a lot of fandoms out there that, that the, the bunch of bad apples kind of ruin it for mm. a lot of people. Um, we've seen the memes. I'm sure you guys have seen the yeah. memes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it, unfortunately, there are people in the industry that aren't the most savory either. So yeah. it's kind of like... I, I, I'll get into a story about that, <laughs> you know, when we go when we go back to the green room. But anywho. Yeah. But, I mean, Dragon Ball Z was also the same thing. They played Rock the Dragon. And the only difference is... Everybody loved that shit. They jumped on that. Hell, okay. that song is that in. Also, that's in Taiko Drum Master. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, I was gonna say that one fit the beginning of the anime, and it also hit the target market at just the right time. But they, yeah, if they're the, like mid '90s when I was blowing up all over. It kind of fell apart for Dragon Ball GT, so they tried to go with that whole hip-hop angle, and it didn't work too well. I mean, anything put out by four kids had that. Anything that Deke put out. I mean, we all remember Card Captors, you know. It wasn't that don't. bad. No, I liked it. I mean, it's on a fucking CD soundtrack. I, I, you know. I mean, it wasn't one of the best American openings, but it wasn't super bad. Like there have I been some horribly, one. yeah, there have been yeah, some it was cute. cringy ones, but not card captor. I like that one, and anytime Ronma plays it, I always mute myself and sing. <laughs> Aw, I, I mean, yeah, I, I enjoyed that one. I want to make a Kuroboros uh, Kigurumi and just twerk. <laughs> Oh, good lord. That fucking sentence. <laughs> well, that's what he's kind of like. That's the meme that's really big for Card Capture right now is that Kuroboros, in his tiny form, he just likes to wiggle his butt. Well, that is true. I mean, let's see. What else is there? I mean, the the only exception to these songs is like, what, when it was also popular, like the Spanish channels which show anime but they actually translated the songs like hearing Ranma one hat and Tenchi Muyo in, in its original but in Spanish that shit's kind of cool that was really neat when you watched like the difference between the English translation and the American like the uh, the Spanish translation it was really nice to see that they just carried over the like the original music um and just used that and then just translated yep. it to Spanish that's what all the other countries really did. Some countries did a little... I mean, I like what they did with Gundam Wing, and interestingly enough, the ending track that they use is actually on the official soundtrack, so that's cool. Now, here is an example of falling flat on your face. Now, we've all seen at least one Fast and Furious movie, right? I haven't. Oh. They're, good. They're good. I wouldn't mind owning all of them on Blu-ray, just saying. As long as I can get them all for like twenty bucks, just saying, because I would never pay retail price for them. Well, the but... uh, my only experience with the Fast and the Furious movies is you know through like things like Cinema Sins and whatnot. Yeah. Like I think like the sixth one or whatever. <clears throat> uh, there was a scene of one guy on an elevated highway. You know they're going like eighty miles an hour or whatever. He jumps off at the top of that speeding car. Mm-hmm. On, like on a on a car, you know, keeping pace with him on a 
non-elevated highway and doesn't, you know, just and lands up perfectly. And the description of that is just fuck you and then ding for sin incrementing. Now, <clears throat> now Funimation does have the rights to this to this anime, but Tokyo Pop went with a very popular series known as Initial D and made some changes. I don't know why they did this. Let me kick right into it. They tried to capitalize on the popularity of the Fast and Furious movies by changing the opening theme from Around the World to a song called Initialize. This sounds like it was written by fucking Korn. Well, this song did come out in 2003. Yeah. And as one of the comments says, worst initial song ever, and then moves hidden song. Yeah. It's not that bad. I mean, I've obviously heard worse. Now, this is... My, so- my fandom is notorious for bad English songs. Now, let's see. Did I click on the wrong link here, somebody? Is this it? Yep. This is the song that we all know. Move around the world. See, that really fits so much better. And this brought us into the age of Eurobeat. But anywho, that was pretty much the gist of it. If the series was popular, the rights, it would pick up the rights. It would change it around to get it popular for everyone to watch. And then if you were smart, you did a little bit of digging. You found the fan subs. You found the original series. And you fell down the rabbit hole. The next thing up, you would drown in useless filler episodes. This is bullshit. How is it bullshit? Please. No, I'm just saying. Because they still do filler episodes. Well, it's not as bad as it used to be. Hmm. It depends on how how far back you want to go. It also depends on the series because there's still filler episodes um, in a few of the series that, unfortunately, there are a few series for us that are wrapping up. Mm. Um, Like One Piece is supposed to be wrapping up soon. Naruto is supposed to be wrapping up soon. Um, No, no, Naruto's done. Oh, wait, sorry. Was it? It wrapped up a, a little while ago, maybe yeah, a year or two they, ago. Yeah, they finished at episode 500 when Naruto and Hinata got married. And then, um, oh gosh, what's the other? There's a few other series that were wrapping up or have wrapped up recently. Mm-hmm. But Bleach they, is another one. Bleach yeah, they, was a year of filler episodes. The fandom yes. were rabid as fuck about that. Because here's the thing. During the 90s and the 2000s, if the anime, it would come out. You have to understand, at the time, the manga artist was still working on it. It would be like, the manga will come out in 96, 
the anime will come out in 2000. You would think there'd be enough time to get it through. But sometimes, how, how, just because it was like three chapters in a manga, it doesn't mean it translates to three episodes. That could translate to a 15-minute clip, one episode, or an episode and a half. One of the benefits of filler episodes was character development. The downside it, character development. Because the animation studio had an idea on how to develop the character. The manga artist had an idea, and sometimes it didn't mesh as well as it should have. That and the canonicity of uh, filler episodes is always in question. Mm-hmm. The canonicity and the added, <clears throat> added subtext characters, the development of them... Because we all know about side plots and uh, character development that they're either going to die or you're not going to see them for another, what, five chapters because they don't actually exist in the story. Like I, like in Walking Dead, Daryl wasn't even in the book. Daryl and Meryl, not even in the... Oh, sorry. Spoilers. Oh, please. Um, but, like, there are characters that they build these whole story arcs around. And it's like, after that arc is done, you don't see them. And, and like, and look at Sailor Moon. 200 episodes... At least half of them were filler episodes. The ending yeah. was changed from the manga because at the time Sailor Moon was coming out monthly, so it wasn't done more or less. Well, I mean, look at um, Full Metal Alchemist. Yep, there are two series for a reason. Mm-hmm. The reason was there was only a couple of manga chapters out. They did the first anime, and they're like, okay, well, you know, do what you want, and it was so far removed from what it was originally supposed to be in the manga that she's like, no, fuck you. I'm going to do it this way. And that's why we have brotherhood. Same thing with like Sailor Moon. You have Sailor Moon Crystal, which is much closer to the manga, but, oh, Toei. But anywho, now it's gone from where the anime will still come out a couple of years after the manga, but they're doing it in short bursts. A 13-episode season, 26-episode season, a 39-episode season. And then that's it. No fillers. That's it. Then next year or a year and a half later, you will get the next season. I mean... Yeah. I mean, that's that's just mm-hmm. Japan changing, you know, what they're doing. Instead of going, okay, well, here, we're going to do 52 episodes, mm-hmm. you know, do a full year, one episode a week... They're going, okay, well, we'll have a spring season, we'll have a summer season, we'll have a fall season, and instead of going, okay, this anime is going to continue on through it, we're going to go, no, this anime is going to continue to be fall, so when it's done in the fall, we don't have to worry about it again until next fall. Uh And that's what Japan is doing nowadays. Not that it's any better, they just changed their marketing. Mainly because there's just so much other stuff because you're talking about years back where we couldn't get all the crap that Japan was putting out. And now we have simulcasts. Uh-huh. So Japan doesn't have to, you know, stick with what they were doing and go, okay, well, we're going to give them everything. They can go, okay, well, they're going to take the 13 episodes of this, and then they're going to take the 13 episodes of this. So we're still getting just as much anime. It's just a lot of variety now. So they don't have to put filler in because they're just shooting out another anime Mm -hmm. instead of filler. 
And no, it's not necessarily better because it's a flood on the market. And then you get something that they haven't done, you know, oh, well, when season three coming out, uh, whenever they get around to it. Look at Attack And you're talking, you know, three years later. I mean, shit, look at Attack on Titan. Look how long it took for that to come through, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, look at Sailor Moon Crystal. Speaking of processing um, manga to anime, (laughs) the poor cosplayers Mm. who would look at the artwork and the art, and sometimes the art book, sometimes you got lucky, sometimes you got scanlations from fellow fans in Japan who got the art books to work on these costumes, and two years later, they release the anime, and the colors that they have in their costume is all wrong. Naruto, time jump, I remember that shit. Oh my god, yes, I still have my Hinata outfit, because I didn't think it was going to be lavender and gray, I thought it was going to be navy and cream. You're the two-player version of her. Yep. Yes, I'm nope. the two-player version. Actually, believe it or not, when the Naruto games were popular, there was someone running around as two-player Shikamaru from the PS2 games. His outfit was, uh, I believe, red and black. That that was actually someone doing that. I, I give him points for that. Now, the last thing we're going to talk about before we get into strange news from Japan and get, and get the fuck up on out of here, to quote... Um, yogurt from Spaceballs merchandising, merchandising, merchandising. When the real money from the movie is made, that's money. That's the real. That's that's just TV shows. All that shit. You can have the greatest show with the highest ratings, but if the merch don't sell, yeah, you're getting pulled. Are you? Are you getting tossed into the Friday 8 p.m. time slot? What was that about Young Justice? What was that about Thundercats? (laughs) <laughs> oh, we could go back and forth all night with this. Yeah, that's not. But yeah, now nowadays you can go into Barnes and Noble, GameStop, Best Buy, Target, and get anime merch. I go into Target at least once a week, and I'm always seeing cool anime stuff, whether it's licensed by an American company or is actually imported by an American company, an actual Japanese product. Whereas back in the day, you had to order that shit online if you could find it. If not, you went down to Chinatown and you bought that shit and you thought that shit was legit as fuck. Or you would get the kits and you'd have to build it yourself Uh without any knowledge of how to do resin painting, resin casting, any of that. And some of that stuff was so bootleg, you didn't believe it. But given at the time... Internet is still new. Not a lot of merchandise was coming out. You thought it was an actual product, no matter how fucked up it looked. And just for the record, if you go on eBay now or Amazon now, you see like these cool Sailor Moon lockets and stuff with the different uh, wands and so forth. I just want you to know 90% of that stuff is bootleg. It's unofficial merch. Yes, it looks cool, but I'm just saying it's unofficial merch. Yeah, a lot of it is unofficial merch, or it is the promo merch that they only have in, like, Gashapon machines. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm looking at this article, this one girl, she actually had a Sailor Venus enamel pin in her ear. I'm almost ready to email her and be like, so, how much do you want for that? Also, is it just me, or does this Sailor Venus pin look like she's wearing glasses? It does. And I think I, ha- I had 
I, the thing is, I think I had a pin similar to that before it fell off my damn denim jacket. But sitting here on my table is another enamel pin, a line from Saber Marionette J, okay? Somewhere in one of my boxes, I have a bunch of other pins as well. Like I said, stuff was coming out very nil, and then stuff that was coming out, it looked just like the actual product. You didn't know any better. You At the time, you thought, yeah, it says made from China. You think, well, a lot of stuff's made in China, so it's got to be legitimate. No, no, no. There is a comic book shop in New York City that is selling the, um, I believe, Usagi's um, transformation brooch from Sailor Moon or Sailor Moon R. Guess how much they they want for it. How much? Just guess. 50 bucks? Higher. 70? Higher. 90? How much? 150. Keep going. 200? Keep going. 300? Keep going. 500? Keep going. Is this like original first put out? Nope. 1,000? No, they want about 800 bucks for it. Are you shitting me? I shit you not. I, look, because of the way it's laid out, I can't take a picture. But I can next. I would take you this way, and you see, this is the locket. They want eight hundred dollars for a Chinese bootleg because wow. people are that stupid. Wow. Well, obviously well, not if people aren't buying it. I know, but I have to. Admit, I do have some bootleg stuff up in my closet, you know. Well, I yeah. have some bootleg stuff too. I've, but I've never dollar store yep. shit from for uh, Sailor Moon. But I've never paid that much. See, nowadays, if you're not sure if it's bootleg, you can take a picture of it and Google search it, and there are tons of sites like SailorMoonCollectors.net that'll tell you if the shit is legit or not. Back then, you didn't know better, and you thought you and when if you especially if you bought the DVDs. The image may have looked kind of blurry, but the logo was in English, so you was under the assumption that some company picked up the rights to it and put it out, but the translation was just really bad because it, because the fan, the subtitling went from Japanese to Chinese to English. Yeah. Nowadays, anime you want, you can go to Best Buy, Target, Walmart merch those same places on tv we got hulu cartoon network netflix episodes not as much filler but it ain't hard to get a hold of that's why you know today's fans got it good and i mean in a way i kind of miss having a plastic tub full of fan subs but at the same time i don't because 99% of those tapes, I actually have legal copies of. That 1% digital fan sells because that shit has not been licensed or something like that. Yeah. Then today's fans will be ingrates as fuck. <laughs> Who are you trying to kid? I ain't trying to kid anyone. <laughs> Goes back to the whole Miami Mike thing in Dragon Ball from that one ANN podcast thingy. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on vognetwork.com, use the passphrase hyena. All right. 
enough about that. I think it's time for the outlandish part of the show. Strange. Well, it's designed to be outlandish, at least. Yeah, strange news from Japan. Good God Almighty, Mako-chan. You're welcome. Uh, so who's going first? I'll take the first one. Okay. So here's something for you. A Taiwanese man was set off by a brush of a woman's hair and throws boiling soup in her face. And there is actual video footage of this. So what happened was this old man, old gentleman, was at a hot pot restaurant in, in the Taiwanese city of Chiai, which reminds me there's a hot pot place that opened up. I need to swing by and check it out. There was a female, a female patron sitting next to him. She went to check her order and she accidentally brushed his against the man's arm, which was his, which was her hairs, you know. Long hair, you brush up against people, it happens, right? Oh yeah, it happens. So the old man starts yelling at her, accuses her of being unhygienic. She's like, you don't need to be so loud. Next thing you know, the old man, go by the name of Huang, he's picking up the bowl of soup in front of him and throws it in the woman's face. Oh my gosh, I just watched the video and it is like split seconds. They the call what's wrong with people. People calm him down and the restaurant staff tended to the woman putting cold water on her face and giving ice cubes until an ambulance arrived. She got ended up with first and second degree burns on her face and neck. Jesus. Oh my gosh. The Huang told the police he acted in a fit of rage he did express regret for his actions, but he's paying the price for it. And yeah, and it, unfortunately, she is too. Yes, I hope she takes him to court because yeah. that's shit mm. that can disfigure you. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's fuck. I mean, I admit I have gotten my temper to the point where I wanted to throw my food, but I realized I just spent money on this. I'm not going to spend double the amount to take care of what I just. I'm just going to sit. I'm just going to vent, eat, and call it a day. Done. You know that, like, the way that he's reacting to it, that he's bringing some shit into the hot pot place before the event yeah. even happened. So he was, you he, can just tell. He came in salty. He came in salty. And and it's, it's one of those things where if you are, like, really enraged and you just are getting blind to your attitude, just, like, breathe... And, like, step away. Like, step away, go to the restroom, collect yourself. Because, obviously, the way that you're going to interact with other human beings is inappropriate. Mm-hmm. I know this is Mako-chan. Um, there would be nothing left of the dude. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. Anywho, who wants to go next? I'll take it. Hey, everyone. Japanese soccer player Keita Suzuki wants your poop. 
What the fuck did I just read? Hey, you were very enthusiastic about it, he too. He so happy about it. I want to buy this product. Great job, Ari. Well, the, the, the headline was just so excited. Well, it, shit. Oh. God damn it. Well, the sport of soccer has come a long way in Japan, and those who have achieved its highest levels have found themselves with a wide range of opportunities from re- releasing their own fragments to promoting pachinko machines. And their newest kid is Suzuki, a former defensive midfielder for the Japanese national football team, as well as the Urawa Reds for 15 years. Now, three years after his retirement, Suzuki has firmly established, established himself in the glamorous field of human waste collection and analyst. In 2015, he helped set up the Athlete Microbiome Bank, or AUB, pronounced like ORB, which aims to use to have a hard, have harvested from feces to help improve athletes' performance and overall health. Ugh. According to the website, humans have been 1 and 2 kilograms to 2 to 4 pounds of intestinal bacteria in our bodies, and science is just beginning to understand their full impact on our daily lives to, from obesity to allergies. Under the leadership of Suzuki as president, AUB seems to like two seems yeah, AUB two seeks to yeah, it's supposed to be T O not T O O. AUB what? two seeks to unravel the mysteries of the intestinal microbiome, at least with regards to the impact of professional sports. Through analyzing an athlete's bacteria, they can often real time <clears throat> counseling with regards to diet and lifestyle to ensure peak performance. And what better way to do this than with a fresh turd? Poopy. Oh, yeah, and they gathered 150 specimens from 150 young men and women in addition to those of 700 athletes from 17 different sports. Celebrity poopers included Raku Ten, Golden Eagles catcher Motohiro Shira, pro golfer Rika Inoue, and the entire Kanichi Minolta track and field club. <clears throat> All this matter is stored in the Athlete Microbiome Bank, quite possibly the worst bank in the world to rob. <laughs> Okay, that kind of took me by surprise. The smell alone will make you go away. Yeah. And analysts find what bacteria are unique to those without lab prowess and to what extent. Uh, Let's see. This new wave of performance enhancement is expected to be the next big thing in sports, surpassing current illegal substances and effectiveness and safety both to health and from the threat of harsh penalties. Wait. (sighs) Are they trying to say that stuff in your shit can be a performance-enhancing drug? Maybe. Well, considering some of the chemicals used in stuff like Red Bull that comes from animals, Uh I don't see why there wouldn't be... Yeah, I don't see why there wouldn't be something, you know, in high-acting, high-active... Uh, members of the sports worlds too. High pooping. Mm. Power poop. I mean, not for nothing, but if they were to say find something in a very healthy person's poop on why their metabolism works the way it does, and they created a magic drug that would make everybody's metabolism work like that, I don't care that it's filled with poop. I'm taking it. Just putting that out there. All right. There are many jokes that I'm going to, I could make, but I will not for the sake of being appropriate. Bullshit. 
Pun intended. Uh-huh. I've got one, but I I, I just I won't. <laughs> I won't go there. So well, we're not at so we're not at number two? Oh uh, No, I, I I I was gonna say this is probably the one time when it's appropriate to go ass to mouth. <laughs> 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 Go into the third article, unless anyone has any objections. No, take it away, because that one kind of stank. It did. It stank to high heaven. (laughs) How manure of you! Mm -hmm. Japanese company makes virtual shadow boyfriends to help protect women who live alone. Silhouettes of karate fighters, bodybuilders, and domestically dedicated dudes. Make would-be criminals think you've got a live-in boyfriend. Not only is Tokyo Japan's largest city in terms of population, it's also where you'll find, by far, the most educated economic and artistic opportunities. Because of that, many young people head to Tokyo when they move out of their parents' home in order to be closer to their workplace or college. Because most Japanese people don't really like the idea of having a roommate, a lot of these young people end up living alone, including young women. But while Tokyo is much safer than large cities in many other countries, crimes do happen, and criminals often consider young women who live alone to be easy targets. To help address this problem, and also put the mind of female tenants at ease, apartment management companies, Leo Place Palace, sorry, 21, sounds like a place I want to be, um, has developed what it calls man-on-the-curtain systems. Mm. Using a projector controlled by an attached smartphone, man on the curtain throws a silhouette of a man onto your curtains so that when people outside look in your window, there will appear to be a guy inside, thus masking that you live alone, forever alone. Um, If you're wondering how that's better than just putting a cardboard cutout by your window, man on the curtain is a full motion projecting video of actual actors actually i did have that question but i like it when things like video games and articles answer your questions before you ask them um in silhouette and for an extremely lifelike look currently the system has 12 different options including such intimidating routines as a boxer throwing practice punches a martial artist going through a karate kata a bodybuilder working out with dumbbells and a sports fan swinging a baseball bat around. Why can't I just film myself doing those things and like... (laughs) (sighs) Baseball bat, make it look like you're smashing up the place. Oh no, I always have a baseball bat. Because, yeah, I don't trust anyone. Um, Since it'd be easy to deduce that a short loop is fake, each video is roughly 30 minutes long. Oh, okay, that doesn't make it any better. With a variety of motions, Leo Palace's 21 introductory video doesn't get into the specifics of how the system is operated, but it seems like an easy program to cycle from one routine to the next, which would give you about six hours of silhouettes before any footage needs to be repeated. Okay, that's that's a little more reasonable, but I guess you'll have to change it up yourself so that it's not predictable. Um, Granted, some of the options such as man vacuuming or playing guitar aren't going to be as effective in deterring criminals or cleaning your apartment. Um, 
or close enough to the window, um, the criminal would notice the lack of sound. But the images themselves are very convincing. While the man on the curtain isn't something that Leo Palace is commercially offering just yet, it is giving away five prototype units, and applications can be submitted. I'm thinking that it's probably specifically only for people in Japan, but I'm sure that there are ways to make something like this, jerry-rig something like this, in your own home in the States. Oh. Back to you, Ranma. And right now, I'm picturing Ichigo in full huh. Lolita... Uh-huh. Except, scary, that, yeah. except that she's chewing bubblegum, blowing a bubble, and holding Lucille. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. And I ain't scared su- of nobody. And, and rose-colored sunglasses. Yep, and uh, holding a tea, have a teacup holster on my hip. Mm. That's a normal, like, tea meetup, though. I don't know if, why that's what you're picturing, because that's me no. normal. Holding a baseball bat? Yep, I got it right now. It's right next to me. Actually. Oh my god, what is wrong with you? Hey, I defend my home. They're gonna roll up in my crib. They're gonna get smashed. Good lord, you and you and Mako-chan really are pop team epic. Man, I, I, yeah, I played softball for so many years, so I got a good stance too. Oh my god. <laughs> Just swinging for the fences. <laughs> Maybe you should play for the Mets. No, nah, I'm good. I like the ra- the the Orioles down here. Okay. Okay. Now for our last songs of the night, should we go old school? Yeah. Yes. Who sh- who who should who should we use? I mean, I have Bobby. a lot of artists. You know. I was gonna say, got any Slayers tunes? No, I meant like old school I got Slayers tunes I got I'm talking about old school artists back in the day like they're still around like Megumi or what about uh, Plastic Tree or X Japan I don't have any X Japan believe it or not what about Duran Gray I'm not you know what I never really got into J-Rock shockingly I'm I've always been more of a J-pop whore so uh huh so Utada Hikaru and I, I got I got Utada I got some Megumi, you know. When you walk away. We're, I, we're still in the initial D kick. Why don't you play Red? Oh, uh, yeah. Dream. Play that one. Yes. Oh, that's that's a um, movie. Yeah, I got that. Okay. Well, right. yeah, he did play it, but. Well, I'll raise your I'll do that. I'll definitely do that. And shit, that, that works. Hold on. This time is made by the invitation. Wanting your sensation in this silly situation. I wanna rage my dream.
ストップ止まりたくない規制になった愛が倍しても Big 目指して Sweet the one the street Big big 原告を追わそうチーム Shift たちは道へ行かのうと残念などのストップ Trick my dream 
So don't y'all agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, lots of fun. And I think we were kind of getting to that tangent. I think we definitely got to come back and do a round table for cosplay. For sure. Yeah, I think that'll definitely be a fun one to do. Um, and if you don't get tired of my rants, you can always check out my friend's YouTube channel, because I will be ranting about cosplay with her. Well, I encourage you to write rants and editorials for the site. I, I try, but I have so much other stuff to do. True, true. So, if you like tonight's show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. We want to know what's up. We're here to listen to you. And like I said, when I was telling you about the website, you should swing by the website, animejamsession.com. That's where we post our anime reviews, cos- uh, convention reviews, cosplay tips and tutorials, our links to our photos and videos, our weekly podcast, definitely swing by and check that out. 
And you can also find our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Groove, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, Vogue Network Forums, and other uh, sites that, that do um, podcast RSS feeds. If we're not on there, drop me a line and we'll get it up on there. You should definitely follow us on our social media pages. There's YouTube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. I just want to say to everybody that follows us on those pages, thank you so much for your love and support. We could not do this show without y'all. Seriously. And don't forget to swing by VogNetwork.com and check out the awesome 24-7 music stream. Okay. Last words. Ichigo. I'm going to go back to sewing because I do night, uh, night shifts now. So mm, have that, fun. Put that coffee on. Last words, Mako. Inspired. <laughs> Last words, Ari. I found a flavor of cheese, cheese puffs called grilled cheese and tomato soup. Ooh, I need to try that. They're actually pretty good. And I found them at the Cracker Barrel I went Ooh. to earlier. My last words is, I'm going to finish taking care of my laundry and get my bag packed for this weekend. So that's it. End of list. Join us next week for episode 353, and we will be live. Um, It will be live episodes for a while. I don't think we'll be taking any more Tuesday breaks anytime soon. So that's it. I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. I'm Mako-chan. And I'm Ichigo. Wow, you're Genki tonight. So ganky. Must be that coffee. You know me. Ivy of coffee, ready to go. Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. Wow, I think somebody needs 100 cc's of caffeine stat. No, I just need to go to bed. All right, go to bed. You we, and me both. <laughs> we out of here. Good night, y'all. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane! <laughs> <laughs>